something else. You know, uh, and I think all this rain that we're getting here in California, I guess it's going to really be dumping. Oh, that's probably what you're going to get, Lucy, all the snow. Like coming, all the rain that comes California is coming your way to snow, probably. Yep. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. I was watching the pattern on the Weather Channel tonight, and I was like, oh, my gosh, mm. we are in for it. So I had my husband go down to the basement, bring up the snow shovel for him and his son to have so that, they're ready to, because since I had bought him new snow shovels last year for Christmas, he didn't get hit with a major snow. I guess so. It's going to be the first one. Now, do most of the snowstorms, they come either from the west, I, I sent it to you, or from the north. Do you ever get it from the other way? We, we usually get it, usually, the most of the time we get it from coming down from Canada. Right. Havoc. But this time it's coming up from the, from the south. Okay. Where's this Havoc. It's not my fault. I sent it to Charlton, New Jersey. I did not say anything to nature about dumping it anywhere in New York. Yeah, but I'm part of the tri-state area. No, I'm sorry. I sent it to New Jersey. It had a New Jersey address. Well, didn't do it. Oh, do it. Who is the name? Shame on you to pick her off to, to wish this plague upon us. <laughs> you, there's an accident in the order. All right, Lucy, what's the coldest day you ever lived there? Oh, you know, growing up, we used to walk, and it's no lie. You, you, you remember hearing your grandparents tell stories that, oh, we walked 80 miles to go to school and 80 miles to go home. Yep. But, but growing up, we used to walk actually two miles just to get the school bus to get to school and then two miles to come home. And... This one winter was brutal. It brought me to my knees. I was in tears. The tears were frozen on my face. The gloves did no good. The hat did no good. And you didn't wear pants to school. You wore dresses to school. And walking, my legs were beat red. My hands were beat red. Even though they had gloves on my face, it was brutal. As to the temperature, I would have to say, being an adult now and going through different temperatures, I'd have to say it was like 15 degrees walking two miles just to get the school bus to get to school. That's because they didn't close down the school just for a drop of snow or anything back then. You went, you walked in the snowstorm and everything. Cold didn't count. That's right. It didn't count. You You went. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Sorry. Yeah, so that, that's about the coldest I've gone through. Wow. Um, I'm sure it's been colder here in New York, but it... That's the one that you remember it, the most, yeah. Yeah, it didn't affect me the way it did when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. You know, 13, the pre-teens, you know, teenies years, you know, 13, 14. That was brutal. Oh, <laughs> brutal juice. But um, anyway... I wish you all a very, very happy morning. Now it's morning. Well, almost morning for you, Walden. Oh, no, but that's I still got Christmas Day. <laughs> you still got a little over a half hour for Christmas. Yep. I, still got, I still got 40 minutes. And anybody <laughs> that still knows me, I'll carry on to the next month. So, um... <laughs> His next <laughs> But you... Have a wonderful night. You too. I'm going to go back up into my bedroom.
present and lay down and continue listening. I'm assuming you're going to play another Fibber McGee and Molly. We are going to play another Fibber McGee and Molly. At least yeah. one. Yep. Here we go. There you go. We will do that. What, what is our yeah. one that we have here? Have a wonderful night. And I probably will not be home for New Year's Eve. So, fired. may I say to you both, to you and yours, you're fired. <laughs> no, may 2011 bring you every blessing, every want, every need that you and yours inspire. Oh, what a nice, see, that's a nice way, that's a nice Thank way you. to say it. And we will play another fibber. It's a good one. It's one of my favorites. Uh, and I did miss, the only thing I did miss was the 15-minute Lemon Abner one that everyone... I know, if you haven't put, we didn't play it. We didn't play it yet. <gasps> okay, I'll be listening. <laughs> I wish Happy New Year. Yay. I'm so glad I'll you next year. Up. All right, Lucy. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. later. And I, I was going to ask you, Walden, if before we play the fibber, could we do the 15-minute Lemon Abner? Because we didn't get to it yesterday. Sure, we can do that. Or if we can play a little bit of this. And there's Bing Crosby. It's the beginning to look a lot like Christmas, and it is. Hello, Patricia. Merry Hello, Christmas. Hello, Walden, and Merry Christmas to you. Uh, we made it. We made it. We have a really special guest today for our listeners who are tuning in from all over, by the way. We do have international listeners, and they run coast to coast. Now, you're in Alaska, and we have people in Hawaii listening to us, so we've got all the bases covered. Doug Isaacson, mayor of North Pole, Alaska, is with us, and if you can imagine what things go on in North Pole, Alaska, you're only thinking about part of it. Welcome, Doug. We're so happy to have you. Good morning and Merry Christmas. It's 9 o'clock in Alaska, 9 o'clock in the morning, so do not call. <laughs> and when you get up in the morning, do not call the mayor of, uh, of North Pole, Alaska. Doug, um, you're 35 below zero right now? Um, no, officially it's about 35, and, and it could be a little bit colder, but see, this is actually 15 or, or so degrees warmer than it was last night, so it's not bad. This is incredible, and you're able to sit up and take nourishment in all of this. <laughs> well, it's easy when you're inside, yeah. Yeah, but... Yeah, but you have to, the reindeer outside, you know, to uh, do their business, and they're pawing at the front door wanting to get in really fast. Oh, gosh, do they... <laughs> funny. Do, do they have a stable? And there we go. There we go. A little bit yesterday. The frog, the frog. The frog was there. I was a duck. I know. Oh, my goodness. But you know what? Uh-huh. She was adorable. <laughs> I was adorable. <laughs> Thank you, Walden. You're so lovable. Uh-huh. I wonder where Cuddles is tonight. Uh, Cuddles, are you out there? By next week, my voice will be normal. It will be back to where it's supposed to be. Wow, what a trip that was this week. It sounds wonderful. Thursday. It sounds really good, though. Oh, thank you. But Thursday was the day I woke up and realized <laughs> only a honk came out when I tried to say something. All that came out was honk. <laughs> so whatever is going around down here is um, very throat friendly. They really like throats. So what are we going to do? We're going to do um, Lemon Abner 
or are we going to do Cibber McGee and Molly? I went to grab Lum and Abner, so I have Lum and Abner. So what, what do you want to do? I got Lum and Abner. I do have the half-hour Fibber. I do have the 15-minute um, Fibber. Up to you. You pick and choose. If, if we can, please, let's do the Lum and Abner Christmas show. This oh. is what we were referring to yesterday when Kathy Stucker and Walden and I all talked together. Kathy is at the John M. Down store. The, um, the actual store that belonged to Dick Huddleston, who was a character in the Lum and Abner series, I will send Lum and Abner to anybody who does not have Lum and Abner. Everybody needs Lum and Abner. Mm -hmm. But they did an annual Christmas show. It was very sweet. They did it the first time. Is this the first one they did it in 1938? Oh, well, I think, I think it was done before then. I think it went back to 33 when it actually started. But I think this is the first surviving recording of it. Okay. All right. That's, that's great. And eventually it went to a half an hour show. Correct. The 15-minute show has, it, it doesn't have obviously as much body as the 30-minute show, but it covers all of the territory, does it beautifully, and it's a wonderful story. So do listen to our 15-minute Lum and Abner from Christmas, and we'll be back in a little bit. The makers of Postum, the favorite mealtime drink in millions of American homes, present your favorite radio friends, Lum and Abner. In Dickens' famous story, A Christmas Carol, remember the grouchy, mean-tempered old man, Mr. Scrooge? Well, even today, I think we run across a lot of people almost as bad-tempered as old Scrooge, don't you? And the pity of it is that most cranky people don't want to be that way. Usually, they're what doctors call nervous irritables, people who suffer from indigestion or headaches or can't sleep at night. Any one of those symptoms may mean that you have coffee nerves. For while many people can drink coffee without becoming jittery, many others cannot. If coffee nerves are making a nervous irritable of you, switch to Postum. For Postum contains no caffeine or stimulant of any kind. And it's as delicious as it is satisfying, with a cheering aroma and distinctive, mellow flavor that is Postum's own. For your convenience, it comes in two forms. Postum cereal, the drink you make by boiling or percolating, and instant Postum, mixed instantly in the cup. So, if coffee nerves upset your digestion, keep you awake, or make you feel headachy, switch to Postum with your meals. See how you improve the first few days. See if you aren't less of a nervous irritable at the end of two weeks, and after you've given Postum a full 30-day test, see if you're not again a cheerful, good-natured person. And now, let's see what's going on down in Pine Ridge. Christmas time in Pine Ridge, and all business and other activities have been cast aside in preparation for celebrating the holiday. A heavy snow has fallen, and it is now after dark. Three old fellows, Lum, Abner, and Grandpappy Spears, are trudging through the snow on a real Christmas mission. Listen. Hey, you're sure we're headed right now, you Grandpappy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know this away all right. 
Uh, Doc Miller rode his horse over here. You can see his tracks there in the snow. Oh, yeah, them hisn't. Well, it must be the old Gaddis place then. Yeah, yeah, that's just about where it's at. But there ain't nothing but the barn left there now that the house burnt down two or three years ago. Well, Doc says it's due east from that road where we turned off there. Due east? Now, which way is east? I ain't paid no attention to the directions here. Wait a minute. Whereabouts is the east star? There it is, right ahead of us. Yeah, we're going right, man. Don't worry about that. Yeah, we can just follow the east star. Yeah, yeah, that ought to lead us to it, yeah. How did you find out about these folks, Grandpap? Well, Doc Miller and his woman had supper over at our place, and we were sitting there visiting after we got uneaten, and directly the telephone rang and told Doc to get right on over here. Well, uh, who done the calling? Oh, some feller named Joe something or another. I forget what he did call his name. Uh-huh. He'd went over to some neighbor's house to call. Said they'd been into the county seat to pay their taxes, and... There weren't no room at the hotel, so they come on out here to this old barn to spend the night. Well, this ain't fitting weather to have to stay out in the barn, I'll say that. And they said they were sort of expecting the baby to be born tonight, huh? Yeah, that's the reason they called Doc Miller. Hey, what's the matter, Abner? Hi, doggies, my arm's getting tired here, fellas. Well, here, here, let me carry them blankets a while, and you carry this oil heater. It's plumb wore out. Is that box of groceries getting heavy, Grandpap? No, I'm all right, Lum. You ought to be there directly, anyhow. Yeah, this snow tires a body out walking through it, you know it. Yeah, well, maybe we're walking a little fast for you, Abner. Yeah, slow down a little here, fellas. Well, here, you take the lantern. Yeah, 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 let me get hold of the thing, yeah, there it is, Mighty thought of you fellas to come over here at night. I sort of hate to call you to get out at night like this. But after the doc left, me and the woman got to talking about how pitiful it was that that couple was having to stay out here in this barn, nothing to eat and all. Why, sure, sure. I'm just glad you called me, Grandpap. Just proud to have a chance to help. Yeah, this makes it seem more like Christmas to me. Doing for somebody else. Why, sure, sure. <laughs> you know, you just can't do things to make other folks happy without making yourself happy at the same time. I've always said that. Trouble with a lot of us, we sort of lose the Christmas idea altogether. Think too much about ourselves. The real Christmas spirit is the happiness we get out of making other folks happy. Well, yes, it is. Now, there we were, sitting there at home, busy wrapping Christmas presents. Thought we was enjoying ourselves. These folks out here spending the night in the old barn this way. No, there just wouldn't have been no Christmas to it if you hadn't have called us up, Grandpappy. Sure wouldn't. Well, I, I know that I could depend on you, feller. Now, man, if it hits the old Gaddis place, we ought to be able to see it from the top of this hill here. Wait a minute. I believe that's the barn yonder, ain't it? Yeah, yeah, that's right where they're at, sure as the world. Well, now yeah. that's uh, due east from where we was at, all right, for there's a east star right over the top of the barn yonder. Yeah, there's uh, Doc's horse tied to the fence there, too. Yep, yeah, this is the place. Yep, leave it here. See the light shining through the cracks in the walls. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure, now that's a shame that them folks never let some of us know they needed a place to stay. 
Why, we've got plenty of room over there at our place. Just been glad to have them, glad to have them. Well, this fella that called Doc said they's looking for a place to stay and seen this barn weren't being used, so they just put up there for the night. Uh-huh. Whereabouts do they live, Grandpappa, did he say? Why, yeah, they're from over by Pleasant Valley, Summers, Abner. Pleasant Valley. Yeah, he, he told Doc he never had no cash money, taking every nickel he had to pay his taxes, but said if he'd make the call for him, why, well, he'd work it out quick as he could. Well, old Doc never refused a call in his life, I don't reckon. No, no. I've known him to get up in the dead of night in the worst kind of weather to go call on the sick. When he knowed before he went, he never would get no pay for it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know what we would do without old Doc here in this community. Oh, he's a pillar, he is. Well, I'll say something that says his methods is a little old-fashioned, but I grannies, I'll take my chances with him every time. Well, he's pulled me through the shatters time and again. I've always said that Doc never practiced medicine for what money he got out of it. As much as he does for the good he can be to his fellow man, I've always said it. Well, sir, if there ever was a man that's got a preserved seed in a better world, it's it's old Doc Miller. Yes, he has. We better not be talking too loud, fellas. We don't want to disturb him now. No, no, no. Let's be as quiet as we can here, man. You gotta let Doc know we're here somewhere or other. Yeah. Hey, Granny, I'm wore to a fresh. I'm too. I don't know whether I'm out of breath or got too much. Wore to a fresh. I reckon it won't hurt nothing to tap on the door, sort of gentle, will it? No, no, go ahead, Lommy. Might be needing this oil stove in there. I don't hear a sound in there. Well, I don't believe you knock quite loud enough, Lom. Maybe they never hear wait, you. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Here comes somebody at the door. Hey, howdy, Doc. Oh, hello there. <laughs> well, what are you three old codgers doing out here this time of the night? Why, we, we just got to thinking after you left, Doctor, these folks might be needing something. Yeah, uh, Doc, we brought an oil stove and some bed covers. Yeah, and here's a box of groceries, too. Well, now, they can certainly use them. Having any heat of any kind in there, using what little hay was left in there for a bed, piled it all up in the manger, and made a pretty good bed. But now, these covers will come in very handy, man. Good. How is the lady, Doc? Oh, getting along as well as could be expected, Lom. Right here now, I'll take these things on in and have her husband light this heater and warm the place up a little. Uh, you men better stay out here for a little while. Oh, yeah, sure. You go ahead, Doc. We, we wait out here. If there's anything we can do, Doc, why, just holler. It's all right. Thank you, Grandpa. Uh, Doc, uh, just a minute. What kind of work does this fella do? Oh, I, uh... He said a while ago that he was a carpenter by trade, Lom. Carpenter? Yes, he said he'd been out of work for quite a while, though. Yeah. Oh, well, here now, I better get back in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Said he was a carpenter, huh? Yeah. I was just thinking, Abner, we've been talking about having a loading platform built there for the back door down to store. I think it'd be a pretty good idea to just... Or this fella to do a little fixing up around the store there for us. Why, yeah, uh, we, we was talking about putting some shelving across the back there, too. Yeah. Huh? Might just let him do that while he's at it. Well, he'll want to be nice wife and baby for a few days now, I reckon. Oh, sure, sure. Quick as Doc thinks it's safe for him to be moved, I'm going to insist on him coming right on over there at our place and staying. Well, now, that'd be the best place in the world for him, Grandpa. Aunt Charity could take better care of than anybody I know. Oh, my, yes, she'd get a side of enjoyment out of looking after that baby, I know. 
just loves children. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that woman here is grandpappy's mother to every young in the community, I reckon. <laughs> yes, sir, I was just thinking here, man. <laughs> sort of funny. Here we are, three old codgers, getting along in years, standing around out here waiting. Waiting for a little baby to be born. It's sort of like as if we was waiting for somebody to take our place. Yeah, well, of course, we don't like to talk about such things, but now we've about started our time, I reckon, man. Uh, won't be long before we'll have to move on. There'll be somebody else to take her place. Oh, yeah, yeah, Lord, me, they'll soon forget about us. It's, it's sort of like the years. Here, 1938's almost gone. There's been a lot of things happen, but it'll all soon be forgot. There's been lots of joys and happiness. Yeah. On the other hand, there's been lots of heartaches and lots of blasted hopes. But there's a new year coming, and we all get to start all over again. <laughs> Here come 1939, bringing new hope and new courage. And... We're sort of like the years, us three old fellas. We're sort of like 1938, and we're waiting on 1939. A little, little baby in yonder. Well, it's just like I've always said. Now, wait a minute. I believe somebody's coming to the door now. Oh, maybe it's Doc. Maybe it's Doc. Any, any news yet, Doc? Well, men... It's a fine baby boy. Now, in the spirit of the season, Lum and Abner and the makers of Postum sincerely wish all of our friends a happy and joyous Christmas. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System. KNX Columbia. Ah, so that was a KNX Ilchak. Interesting. Christmas time in 1938. Only 72 years ago. Oh, that's older than Chris, uh, Patricia and I. Combined, drastically. Right, Patricia? I'm giving you the Walden treatment here. I'm not <laughs> anything. I'm just going to sit here silently and make you wonder if you're on all by yourself. 
Oh, I just thought you were enjoying your cup of coffee. Yeah, I am. Good. I, I went I went and got coffee while while the show was on. But that is a wonderful show. I really like that show. It's that one is the abbreviated version and eventually it made it to a half an hour version. But the essence of it is there. And uh, they came through for us on that one. Yeah. A great show. So that's the one that we were going to play yesterday when the mayor could only spend a couple of minutes with us. <laughs> he was so good. He stayed with us for a whole hour. And we expected that he would only be able to be with us for 10 or 15 minutes. And that would have meant we could, Walden could plug this in and play the Lemon Abner Christmas show before Kathy Stucker from the Jotham Down store joined us. But the mayor, bless his heart, he was just so wonderful with us. And uh, he stayed for an entire hour, and then we went directly to Kathy. So nobody heard that. Lucy thought she missed it, mm -hmm. and she did. We didn't play it. <laughs> it's a good reason for missing it. So now that's the story. That's the Lum and Abner story. And what Kathy was referring to yesterday was that there was a Christmas birth in Pine Ridge, Arkansas. And they named the baby, tell me, Chester Norris. Yep. And I can't remember his Norris, 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 Lock, uh, or Chet, Norris Goff, or Norris, it's, Chester Norris. They used to think the first two names of the guys. Isn't that what I said? I think you're right. I'm just trying to think of it the other way. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Walden, we're just so both so tired here. I'm so tired. I need some Horlicks malted milk. Oh, the, the malted milk uh, premium. Mm -hmm. Horlicks Malted Milk was one of the sponsors of Lum and Abner. And oh, one of their that. earliest premiums, it may have been the first premium they offered, was it, Walden, the, Hor the uh, Horlicks flashlight? Right, you, you pointed that out, and I think it might be. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was the first premium they offered. And it was for one or two inside seals. You had to buy the, the Horlicks melted milk powder and you sent in as with everything else you sent in proof of purchase and you may have only had to, you may have had to send 10 cents or something I, I don't even think you had to send any money and you were going to get this really great Horlicks flashlight so they prepared for the number they thought was coming in and they were overwhelmed they were absolutely swamped with requests for the Horlicks flashlight and in at least one show, maybe two shows, you can hear the announcer saying, if you haven't gotten your flashlight yet, be patient. It's coming. We had to go into extra production. And they were right. They had to put up. They had to go into a special production to simply fulfill the orders or the requests that were coming in for this flashlight premium. Yeah. And they were just bowled over. They were absolutely overwhelmed. I think it's probably... I, well, I hesitate to say this, but because Walden is, is the encyclopedia and I'm the, oh gosh, look at this page, <laughs> but I believe that was the most successful premium giveaway in radio. Does that sound right, Walden? I wouldn't be surprised. The only one I know that might have topped it is the Jack Armstrong Predometer. <laughs> and I think that's 1.4. My bet would be on the flashlight. And I think that's 1.4 million. These guys went over that. Wow. I thought, 
I go. All right, when the next show is playing, I will go out and see if I can find the actual number. I think my brain says more than two million. Then but that, I'm, then, not, then, I'm not positive about that, that. That probably is. I was thinking of the. Uh, well, I think a year or so ago, I looked up if they were still making horror, uh, powder or horror mix. Uh huh. And I think it's no. now. I think it's now an English company taking it over. The English version. There, there are an awful lot of products that were uh, being manufactured in England. Mm-hmm. That were Lux soap was one of them. Yeah. We found Lux soap, but it's over in England. Yeah. And I think. Uh, the Ovaltine, the Europe, the English version is the what people grew up with here in the 30s and 40s, not the, the original. Uh-huh. Yeah. It comes in from one of the islands. Wow. Not even, um, oh, crikey. Um, um, gee, let's pretend Walden is right and it's England. No, we're just not. I'm just see if Patricia wants to look it up next week. Well, you keep talking for two seconds, and All I will right. look up Ovaltine. It's Ovaltine that we're looking for, right? Well, Ovaltine or, or uh, horse chocolate milk, or you're going to look up the premium, see if the flashlight's up there. Yeah. You've got plenty of things to choose from, the, the Google. Well, you keep talking. Google, 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 Google. Okay, I'll be right back. 714 uh, No one can are going to join Patricia and I New Year's night, a week from tonight. Um, he and I are going to work on some... Tribute material to Fred Foy. We'll talk about Fred with Patricia and no one next Saturday night. Uh, New Year's Eve. I have to decide what we're going to do with Frank, and then Patricia will join me. And then pretty soon we'll start thinking about, we'll put our heads together and start booking guests for the next year. I still got quite a few um, people I like to get to, and I bet Patricia got names, and we'll be planning the whole year. Pretty soon. You know, that's going to happen before you know it. We're going to be into 211 and we're going to get to work. We're going to go look for people to talk to. Oh. She has some on a list Good. that she will send to Walden. Good. Um, we like that. All right, when the election is. Yeah, no. response to flashlight premium was overwhelming, so much so that Brickard informed listeners the demand was exceeding supply. We knew that. Um, and ask listeners to be patient, but it does not say how many went out. Let me try another place. Maybe we ought to Google uh, top showing radio premiums. Maybe there was some out there somewhere. Who knows? Oh, yeah, they're out here. Flashlight, flashlight, Lemon Abner, flashlight, Horlicks, flashlights. Uh, I really don't need a video. You don't. And we don't need any MP3s. No. Oh, dear. All right. Um, what would we call a show that topped all others or a premium that topped all others? Most popular? Uh-huh. Let's go uh, uh, top show or uh, most in demand. Oh, wasn't it? Most popular. How about the most popular premium, radio premiums? That's what I put down, most popular radio premiums. I've already got Lemon Abner. They don't like me here. Um, well, you, you keep talking. All right. I have to keep talking to our friends. Sure. It's, it's 11 before 12 here on the West Coast. 11 <laughs> before 3. Patricia done superly well. 
poor thing been running on lack of sleep under the weather. Uh, 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 she and her and her ducky voice is perky. <laughs> it's getting unducked. Yeah, it's they, getting unducked. She, My goodness, that was quite a trip. She had a fever and everything this I week. Know. That wasn't fun. I know. Uh, Harlix agrees too. Flashlights are being given away. We already know that. If you want to see any Christmas presents, we'll still accept them here at two five two seven Duke Place, Costa Mesa, California nine two six two six. If not, you can save it for next year. That's okay, too. But no, we our Christmas gift is to have you with us, and we appreciate that. You can give us a call at 714-545-2071, our number. And, you know, give us a call. See what, see what you're doing. What kind of food. You know, we get accused of talking about food quite a bit, but that's okay. That's your favorite topic. <laughs> food, right. Yeah. Patricia has been accused of talking about food, food every week. And you know what? It's true. It's true. It's true. What we really want to know is how many flashlights, Lumen Abner, how many? How um, let's many? Let's see. Now, now, Fred was asking Patricia about Christmas work shows. Uh, let me go over those for people who might want to know. Uh, there was one in 1937, really not a Christmas theme, but it was December 20th, 1937, starring Marlena Dietrich. The 36th one is incomplete. It's 122136, uh, and Digger, Gold Diggers of 1935 or so, starring Dick Powell and Jean Blondel, but it's incomplete. Uh, the first Christmas show, really true one, is in 38, it's 1226. 38, and that's the one with Snow White. Walt Disney is in that particular show. So, any of those you're looking for a Christmas one, I would recommend that. The 1931, 39 is Pinocchio. Christmas Day, 1939, starring Dickie Jones, who is still with us. He played Henry Aldrich in the movies, uh, no, in, in radio during the war. Uh, he lived part-time in California, part-time in Oregon. I think he has a ranch in Oregon. Uh, the one in 1940, 1223-40, starring Mickey Rooney, who is 90 years old now. Young Tom Edison. Is that Christmas show? 40, uh, let's see, the one, December 22nd, 1941. One of my favorite, Lux. Um, Remember the Night. And starring Fred McMurray. I prefer the one in 1940, it was in the spring, starring Barbara Stanwyck, but it's a good version of that. And 42 is the uh, Pied Piper, I believe, with Ronnie McDowell. Hello there, you're on with Walt and Patricia. What time is it over there? <laughs> <laughs> Our timekeeper, how are you? It's 8 before midnight, West Coast time, so where you, where you got your home, Ron? Uh, she said you have 40 minutes, and I got confused. And, uh, I know. Well, the, the clock moved fast. You know, um, you were talking about gas prices. Uh-huh. I just came back from uh, my friend who was in the hospice, and I had to fill up my tank. Yeah. And it was 3.58 a gallon. Wow. You know, they charge more for people who are blind. I guess, you know, we blind drivers are a little hazard to the road, so they have to, we have to pay more for, per gallon. But you know it's getting really expensive. So it's two fifty, and they charge you five fifty. 
and you wouldn't know. What, Ron, a couple years ago, what did you guys pay in Hawaii when it, when we get close to five bucks? Did you guys pay five bucks or not? Oh, not quite. Not quite. But, boy, it's getting close to four dollars. Yeah. But what, then, you what? know, like, like I, I, I use, we use my car a lot to, to transport my keyboards to different places where yeah. I play, you know, and stuff. So, luckily, my car doesn't need that much. What the car? But still, I mean, you know. I know. Well, I think, than, I, don't, you, don't you think part of the reason why you have to bring the oil, the gas, and everything into Hawaii? Isn't, you think that's part, part, part of the problem? You know. It could be. Well, I think the gas tax is pretty high in Hawaii, too. I gotta go find out how much <coughs> tax we pay on the, on the gas. Oh, yeah. That's what killed California, the taxes. Half half a gasoline bill is in taxes. You know, California is in big financial trouble. Yep. Right? I think we're going to secede from the union, and it'll get, it'll get half the deficit away. Yeah, whoa, California became a territory. I know. <laughs> What's the coldest day you ever been? Forty-nine states. Oh, I know. What's the coldest day you ever had in Hawaii, Ron? You know, I don't think. I think the coldest we ever got was like sixty-one or fifty-nine in the evening. I don't think we got anything below that. So. I think I think Patricia's ready to move. I hear Patricia's story about going to um, where to visit folks. Uh huh. Upstate New York. Was it how how old were you then about? Well, I guess in my twenties. You're in your twenties. Yeah. Yeah, and and nobody told you how to dress to go to New York or whatever. I lived in New York. <laughs> I lived in New York. I was driving upstate. You still didn't know how to dress. You lived in New York. Oh dear, I knew somebody was going to pick on me tonight. I just knew it. I, if I if I were your father, I would have said, listen. You live here, and you still don't know anyway. Well, see, it it was very far away. It was it was very quite a, quite far north. I, I would say it was probably 200 miles north. And when you're in North Country, when that's you a left lot of miles. House. Okay, when you left your house. Yeah. But I had never been up there before. I had never been that far, and I was in what I thought was cold country. It just wasn't cold enough. And when I called and and said what kind of weather, and my stepfather said. Well, you know, it, it's it's probably it's it's kind of cold. It, it's probably a little bit colder than what you've got. Well, you know, he didn't tell me like 30 or 40 degrees colder, and I was frozen solid. But he grew up there. For him, it wasn't unusual. It was just normal temperatures for him. For me, I was just a little bunny. I didn't know. I just I did not know. I did not. I mean, and of course, you're inside a car. A car has a heater. Yeah. Oh, you mean when you came out of the car? That's when. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I had to. I was. I was running low on gas, and I pulled into the gas station and got out to pump gas. And the lock on my gas cap was frozen solid. It was frozen. I. You couldn't get the gate. If I tried to move the key, you know, if I tried to force it, it was locked enough that I would have broken the key off in the inside the lock. It was that cold. And that was the first I realized how cold it was when I got out to pump gas. I had no idea. How long did you visit your folks at that time? Oh, probably two or three days. 
Yeah, it was cold every day that you were there. Cold every day. I was frozen solid. I was. It was cold. They lived um, just oh maybe a mile or two from from um, the Erie Canal. You know the the shipping canal that goes into Lake Erie. And it was frozen solid. They were they were doing. I mean, it was a couple of feet. The ice was a couple of feet thick. They would drive trucks across it, and the snowmobilers were out there. They would they would run snowmobiles on it. I had no idea. They didn't tell me that. It, you know, if I knew it, the ice was two feet thick on a moving water canal, I would have figured out that it was pretty cold. But they didn't tell me that. I'm pleading my innocence here, Ron. Hey, okay, you won the case. I okay then. I don't. I don't think you're as dumb as I thought you were. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I have to say, I don't think I deserve that one. Oh, no, you okay. It's so, true, but <laughs> I mean, it's a time of the night, and I felt like picking on somebody. And but you know, sometimes the truth hurts. Yeah. It just hurts, Ron. You're right. I was pretty stupid. You're right. I was stupid. You're right. I don't think you ever was stupid. Well, it was ignorant. There's a difference. I wasn't stupid. I was ignorant. I didn't have enough information to make a good judgment call. I blew it. Are we? Are we still on the air? Yeah. Because I think my radio, I can hear my radio play Lum and Abner in the background. Is that, huh? Yeah. Oh, you've, you've got a really serious delay over there. Yep. You probably rebuffered a bunch of times. How are you listening? Are you listening directly from the internet, uh, from the website, or are you on iTunes? iPhone. I'm on my iPhone. But, you mean, you already played Lum and Abner. Well, Lum and Abner's been over for quite a while. It was over before you called. Oh, yeah, I'm on a delay. I'm really delayed. Yep. You're about 15 minutes behind. Wow, and no wonder. When when I hang up from you, I'll be able to hear myself. <laughs> whole conversation. That is exactly right. You'll hear your entire conversation, and you'll you'll hear how mean you are to me. I know. I, I feel bad, because... I'm going to hear how mean I was. I am. Whatever. Now you're going to have to listen to it. That's your punishment. I, I, don't, I apologize. <laughs> no, it's too late for that. It's already recorded. I, I figured that was too late. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can hear Lemon. In the background, I can hear my iPhone play Lemon Avenue. Oh, I'm, I'm delayed. Yeah, I think you need to reconnect, and that'll catch you up. In the meantime, before you do that, you have to sit and listen to yourself. I better rebuff my phone. I, I don't think I hear myself. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> How embarrassing this is. You're going, it's good that you knew it ahead of time, because if you hung up and you started hearing yourself, it could have been a spooky situation. Yeah, the thing is, I, I can hear Lemon Abner now. I know I'm calling yesterday USA. Mm -hmm. I know I dialed 714-545-2071. And yet, how come I can hear Lemon Abner? And I know you guys said you were going to play Lemon Abner uh, before I got on the air. But you had already played it. So no wonder you were confused when I said it was only 40 minutes ago and you asked what time it was. That's right. Yeah. You lost a whole half hour. Right. Or Ron, now you're going to have to sit and listen to yourself abusing me. Yeah, I know. And I'm going to say, oh, wow, am I that mean? <laughs>
Scrooge or whatever, you know. That's okay. You can send me a plane ticket as an apology. What do you think? Yeah, I got to tell you something. You sound more chipper tonight than you did last night, though. Feel better tonight than I did last night. Probably are feeling better. Yeah. yeah. I, still sound a, I still sound a little like a duck. I I got um, you know I I I just I got a cold and it went into my throat and I had laryngitis this week and you know by last night I was just kind of pooped. Mm-hmm. She only had three hours of sleep and she did. What, yeah, I woke 12? myself up coughing. and She had about 12 hours of broadcasting. You know, big day. Yeah, it was big day. Least. And then tonight I have to I have to take calls from people who call me stupid. Um, I don't know. That was not nice at all. Whoever did that should be... I know. Would you help? Would, would you protect me if I find out who did that? <laughs> That's me. <laughs> I, I wonder who did that. I can't believe the person would do that to you. You are so I listen funny. to your show and see if I can find out who really said it. <laughs> you are so funny. That was a that was a good joke, though. It was good. Hey, listen, I I want you to know that I'm going to be working New Year's Eve. What I'm going to try to do, I don't know if it's going to work, mm-hmm. but around um, around five minutes to your your time, um, Walden. Uh-huh. That will be five minutes to three her time. I, from my my restaurant where I'm working at, I'll try to call you, and uh, and we'll, we'll 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 make a live all anxiety. Hey, a live remote. Oh my goodness! Would you do that? Yeah. Hey, Oxford, uh, we can do a live half hour remote from Hawaii. No, 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 no. This is all anxiety, but I'll see if I can let my friends to all see. But the only problem is that I hope my buffering is not going to be so windy. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be wishing us Happy New Year sometime in the middle of July. Well, heck, you can always give me your cell phone and I can call you about that time. I said, oh, my phone is... Okay, would you do me... That's right. Why don't you call me on my... Well, you, I, you want me to call you on your home phone this week and I'll get your, you get your number? Uh, I'll call you. Uh,